Hey everybody, it's Candace Eisner here, and this week I want to talk to you about writing good content for your website. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. This week's episode has been brought to you by my Build Your Own Website for Health and Wellness e-course. You know how I'm always talking about having a happy Monday? Well, my course relaunches on Monday, April the 3rd. And if you need a little help with your website, whether you've already got a website and it needs some tweaking, or you need an entire website, this course can really help you actually have a happy Monday. The course takes you through all kinds of different material from creating pages for your website, how to make them look nice, how to write good content, and of course, how to make everything really fit you and what you want for your practice. So if you need a website for your business, but you can't afford to hire someone to do it for you, this course can really help you produce something that is awesome. And not only that, but it's coming from my own personal experience from back when I was also a healthcare provider. So check it out. Just head over to websiteforsmallbiz.com and you can sign up for email updates. everybody it's Monday once again or at least it is in my little world and uh, this week I wanted to talk to you about how to produce good content for your website because this is a question I really do get from a lot of my clients whether they're you know console clients or we're doing a full website project you know it's understandable like most of us are not really used to doing a lot of writing sure I do a lot of writing because that's part of my job but most of you out there who are healthcare providers or working in fitness or wellness you probably don't do a ton of writing like maybe you wrote some essays while you were in school or maybe you're used to doing like a little bit of writing on social media or maybe you have a blog that you do a bit of writing on but writing for a website that feels really daunting to a lot of people and not just healthcare people like lots of people especially since your website is a major marketing tool for your business and your practice. So it feels like there's a little bit more pressure there, right? So what's a non-writer to do? Do you just give up? <laughs> well, hopefully not. You know, one of the ways actually you could solve this problem is you could go the road of hiring a content writer to help you with it. And I really do recommend that if you have the budget. Um, a content writer will work with you. First, you have to find somebody who can sort of understand your voice and your uh, way of working, like your personality. But if you have somebody who's a good match, what they'll do is they'll ask you lots and lots and lots of questions about your practice, your business, what you're like. They'll get to know you and then they'll craft content that really does sound like you only it's you one step better because they are really good at crafting content that will attract the kinds of clients that you want to attract to your business. And it'll still sound like you. It'll just sound like you with, you know, some really awesome editing done to it. But, you know, if that's not in your budget, like you have to do the DIY website, which is totally fine. Um, and you really can't afford somebody to be doing a lot of content writing for you. Well, what do you do if you're not a writer or you're not very, you know, you don't consider yourself all that great at writing. 
So one thing I see happen a lot is people revert to kind of cutting and pasting content from their regulatory college or their certifying body or association or who are sort of whoever they would go to to get some content about their profession. And you end up seeing a lot of bullet point lists like things massage therapy can treat or reasons to see a personal trainer. And it looks pretty much exactly the same on everybody's website. Now, there's nothing wrong with explaining those things. It is important to explain the reasons why one would seek massage therapy or the reasons why one would see a personal trainer. You know, that's important. I'm not saying it's not, but you know, it, and it, of course it's the same, no matter what you do, I should probably throw that out there, you know, um, whatever you do, whether you're an osteopath, a nutritionist, whether you run your own gym, you know, you're a circus artist who, uh, takes on private clients, whatever it is you do, um, you do need to explain, you know, what it is you do, how it can help people and why they should pay you money for it. Right. But think about it. Does cutting and pasting a list really do your business justice? Well, of course, the answer is no. You know, you probably knew that without me saying it because because you're not a bullet point list. You are an individual with your own style of working and your way of interacting with people, with clients. And there's things that you're really good at that might be different than the things other people are good at. That's kind of normal in life, right? You're not a cookie cutter. You're not exactly the same as everyone else in your profession. So why should your website kind of read like you are? That's definitely not what you would want. So... Okay, so so you, so you kind of you realize what I'm talking about probably here. You you get it, you know. You want your website to sound like you. You want it to be a bit personalized, or actually, you want it to be quite personalized. You don't want it to sound like you're like everyone else. But okay, how do you write the content for your website that fits your practice and attracts the right clients? You know, if you're not a writer, what do you do? Well, you ask your clients. <laughs> Think about it for a second. If you ask your clients what they like in a website. What kind of content appeals to them? And then you go and you write your content based on that, plus your own personal experience and your take on things and your, you know, professionalism and all those things that are you, you're going to appeal a whole lot more attractive to potential clients, especially the clients you're really trying to attract. Because people are going to relate to what you've written on your website a whole lot more because you actually did your homework. You didn't just cut and paste stuff from someone else's website. You went and made it your own, you know, and because you're being more genuine, you're being more you because your website's about you. It's not about your entire profession. It's not about, you know, being having these technical points on your website about, you know, massage does this and that, you know, so it should sound like you and it should be attractive to your clients and especially the clients that you work best with, those ideal clients. So take a moment and think about which of your clients you already have that are a great match for you and your business, like those sort of those you hate to say favorite clients, but you know, those clients that are just, they're really great to work with. They're the kind of people who, if you had a whole practice full of those people, that would be awesome. So think about those clients. They might fit a certain de demographic or group that you want to attract, like athletes or pregnant women or seniors or children, or they might be clients that fit your way of working, like, you know, those that are interested in doing lots of self-care. They're really, they're really pumped up about that. Or they're interested with following a treatment plan. They don't just want to come, you know, here and there and randomly. They, they're more than happy to follow a treatment plan. Whatever group it is that you love to work with, ask some of your clients who fit that group some questions about why they chose your practice and what would be attractive to them in a website. 
So if you're not sure what to ask, here's some ideas. So the first thing you can try is do is try asking them why they chose your practice in the first place. Like just say, just say, be honest, you know, why did you choose me? And some of them might say, you know, I chose you because you were five minutes from my house and that's fine. But some of them might say, I chose you because you sounded like you had exactly the right training for what I needed. Or I chose you because I liked the way you worded uh, your biography on your website. Or I chose you because I really like the pictures on your website. You know, you, you never know. So that's a really great question to ask people. And it gives you some idea on what people are, you know, into and not so into. And if you don't have a website at all, and you know, it could be for other reasons, like they chose you because they got referred from a friend or they chose you because when you answered the phone, you sounded so nice. So they wanted to book with you or whatever that might be. So it doesn't have to be specific to your website. If you don't have a pre-existing one, it can simply be other reasons why they've chosen you, right? So another question to ask them is what problems or frustrations were they having that made them start looking for a massage therapy or whatever it is you do, this applies to anything in the first place. So in other words, you know, were they having pain in their legs? Were they just super stressed out and just wanted some, you know, downtime? Were they dealing with a specific injury? Had they been in a motor vehicle accident? You know, what was the reason they sought you out in the first place? Maybe looking at your notes, like if, you, if you're a regulated health profession, you keep notes on, on your clients. Maybe that can answer that question. But honestly, asking your client outright usually is helpful because they might say something slightly different than what you actually thought. You know, they might be like, yeah, I was in a motor vehicle accident, but I'd already seen five other practitioners and none of them could help me. And that's where I was at. And maybe they didn't actually tell you that a while ago. So you should probably, or no, I don't mean probably, you probably, you should for sure ask them that question. Another thing to ask them is, was it easy to find someone that seemed to be able to help them with the prostrations or problems? You know, was, or did it feel like finding a needle in a haystack? And finally, you can ask them stuff like, what kinds of things would be attractive to you in a website for, you know, insert your profession here. So a massage therapy website, a physiotherapist website, a nutritionist website, whatever it might be. You know, what, what would they be looking for? Specific information on a certain thing? Um, would they be looking for online booking? Would they be looking for certain colors and, you know, and, and a certain look? So those kinds of things are really good information for you to take and take back and go, okay, I can build my website based on some of this information. Obviously, you don't have to make it exactly like your clients, but it's really helpful to kind of get you going on the right course rather than kind of guessing. So what do you do if you don't have clients that you can actually ask about this? Like you're just starting out or you're in a brand new city and you don't really feel comfortable contacting your old clients from your previous city or you're switching gears. So you've got lots of great clients, but you really want to switch into a different, you know, part of the profession and therefore your old clients, you know, kind of aren't going to really work for asking these questions. Well, you can try asking family or friends who would fit your target clients if you have anybody like that. For example, if you're thinking of doing sports massage and you have some athletic friends, um, you could ask them those kinds of questions. So ask them what they'd want to see in a website, what would make you want to, what, what would make them want to book in with you if they didn't actually know you, like what kinds of material or colors or all of those things I was just talking about a second ago. Ask them what information they would want to know and what features they'd love to see in the website and what would make them want to book in with that person. So the point is you need to research this. You can't just guess. 
And you shouldn't just make choices based on what worked for someone else in your profession because that's their business, not your business. It has to fit you and what you're looking for and what you're trying to build as your practice and not just, well, hey, it worked for the guy down the street, so I should follow the same thing, right? Well, it worked for them because they're them and it may not work for you. So, okay, let's back the truck up a second here. Let's go back to that whole list of things I can do idea. So how do you write content in a way that is attractive and not just cutting and pasting a list from your professional association or from your regulatory body or wherever people are cutting and pasting these lists? Well, once you've done that research I was just talking about with your ideal clients, you're gonna have a much better idea of what appeals to them, why they booked with you and what problems they were having to make them look for a treatment or you know, a booking with you if you don't actually do treatments in the first place, right? So take that knowledge and your professional experience and use it to write about what it is that you do and how it can help people. So it's basically taking that big list that people cut and paste and refining it down to what is specific to you and your clients and not just, you know, splatting the list on your website. You know, and you can also take this information to help you with the overall look and feel of your website, like your general branding, that's what we call this. So for example, what photos match the text that you've been writing and match what your ideal clients are looking for? What colors make sense for your personality and the clients you're trying to reach? You know, if you take the time to really get to know your clients and what they like, that information is going to go a long way to help you create a website that really attracts exactly the people you're hoping to attract and isn't just kind of a shoot in the dark, cut and paste, cookie cutter list. Hey, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I really am grateful to have all you guys here with me. If you do like this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you gave me a rating and review over on iTunes, as they always say, right? But I also do appreciate your feedback. So if you want to get in touch, you can always pop me an email at candice at nixie.ca. I do read and respond to all of my emails, I promise. Have yourself an awesome rest of your day, and I'll see you back here next week.